0: Welcome to Love Bites. Love Bites. Love love, Bites. Love Bites. By Dr. Tara. Your destination for sexual wellness and mindful relationship advice. Hope you're having an orgasmic day. Do you want to become sexually powerful? If the answer is yes, go to lovebites.co and check out 30 Days to My Best Sexy Self, A Sexual Mindfulness Journal. This ebook will change your life. In this sexual mindfulness journal, I offer the tried and true methods to become more sexually confident. It's for everyone who wants to have the best sex life possible. Hi, loves. If you're like me and you're bougie, you like bougie sex toys. So I'm very excited for our guest today. Today, we have Isabel, who is the CEO and founder of the company called Desirables. And Desirables is a woman-owned design company based in Montreal. Uh, They specialize in creating and bringing to market body-safe and beautiful, handmade, intimate products. Hi, Isabel. Thank you so much for being here. Hi Tara, it's such a pleasure to be with you today. All right, but first of all, how do you say "desirables" in French? So in
1: French, we say "désirable." Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I, I hope it. your listeners will uh, pardon my uh, French Canadian accent in my English. I might feel <laughs> have some trouble finding some words uh, sometimes, so uh, I hope they forgive me.
0: Of course, we're all lovers here. All right, well, I'm going to go into my first question because you are the founder of Desirables. Can you tell us a little bit about Desirables and what led
1: you to start this company? Absolutely. So Desirables was started right after uh, my studies in industrial design. So in my program, it's a four-year program at the university. And in the fourth year, you have to study one uh, problematic one question that you want to solve by design and at the time i i was very curious and very um suspicious of toys on the market sex toys on the market i was feeling a lot unease with what i saw in sex shops oh it, yeah <laughs> it didn't connect with me and my view of uh, sexuality so I always made some kinds of joke about sex toys, especially sex toys that were supposed to be designed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my friends teased me to do it, dared me to do my final project on sex toys. And I decided to go ahead and study more sex toys for my final project. Um, it was called Intimacy in Design, the project. So I, my first uh, views on the project were that my issue was probably only related to aesthetics, mm-hmm. of the products looks and feels. But as I dig deeper into the the subject, I found out also that uh, most manufacturers don't have guidelines for materials what they put into sex toys, mm-hmm. and even the FDA and uh, here in Canada with Santé Canada, Canada Health, we don't have any guidelines on on what can be put into toys. So. A lot of toys on the market are unsanitary or can be carcinogenic in the long run. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I discovered that. I was pretty appalled by it. And I also discovered that, you know, most people, when they buy a sex toy, they want to improve their sex life or bring something more into their sex life. But, yes, totally. Most of the sex toys that were sold, the only information you have with the toys are how to charge it, how to clean it, and how to um, use your warranty or things like that. Mm -hmm. But most people need more information about sexuality. And in Canada and in the U.S., we don't always have a good uh, sex education courses or classes when we're growing up. So for me, it was kind of lacking. For me, sex stories are a part of sexuality, and I wanted to integrate it with all the other parts. So that's why I decided to launch my company after I did uh, my project design. And I decided to create toys that would be more like uh, self-discovery tools than really sex toys. I wanted people, especially women, to take time to discover their bodies and what they like, what they don't like. Because I felt that was missing on the market, Mm -hmm. especially since in 2012 when I started. Most uh, sex toys company were owned by men and most sex toys were designed by men engineers, Mm -hmm. uh, by men too. (laughs) So for me, it was a real gap in the market. And I decided, you know, I think I have some ideas. I'll start my company to create safe, body safe uh, sex toys and toys that also bring a lot of information uh, with them. Not just, you know, pleasure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, the dildo that you guys have is it's beautiful oh, number you. one and i do think that there is a lot of you know sense of like femininity in it because if you look at just if you just google you know dildos you'll see a lot of them are so aggressive yeah definitely. like it's it's either huge by size which is like what most women don't like and or it just looks so aggressive uh with like all the, you know, sometimes it looks so real too, like with veins and stuff like yeah. that. I don't personally love those that look super aggressive, but I understand people that designed it probably thought, well, we'll just make it look like a penis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you have so many aesthetics out there for sex toys. You have pornographic look, which looks like real penis. Mm-hmm. You have um one that looks like toys. Mm-hmm. So they will remind you of toys or um yeah. things like yeah. a butterfly it's like a or translucent pink or something. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> or a disco ball in it. I don't know. So yeah. There's there's a lot of aesthetics for a lot of people, but definitely um, you know, we designed something that wouldn't remind you of anything that was a conscious design choice. We mm. wanted a shape that wouldn't remind you of a dolphin or a butterfly. We didn't want any colors in it because uh, we wanted something really sleek and really aesthetically beautiful. So the choices were made by function and by aesthetic also. I love that. And honestly, like if you
0: look at the market, you'll see that the market is flooded by so many different toys. It can be, kind of difficult coming up with my own criteria of like what is a good sex toy so I guess my question for you is like since there are so many dildos out there what do you think are the top five characteristics of a good dildo in general
1: for me but it's really you know it's my uh, my battle horse is uh, a body-safe dildo. That would be my number one criteria that you know what the dildo is made of. Yes. Because a lot of manufacturers will only put hard plastic, soft plastic, and you don't really know what's in it. For me, anything that isn't uh, medical-grade silicon, porcelain, um, stainless steel, or uh, glass, I wouldn't go to those toys.
0: So is this information something they can see
1: on the box or like on the website? Usually, yeah. If if your manufacturer is uh, legit and does things the right way, it will put forward the information about what materials were used in the builder. Definitely. If materials aren't easily findable, I would go to another manufacturer or another tech shop especially since nowadays a lot of sex shops specialize in body safe sex toys. So you can have mm-hmm. one place where you know that your, your toys are and picked and tested yeah. before they're selling it to you. So I would start there. Definitely. Yes. Love uh, it.
0: So number one, body safe for sure. Oh. Cause physical health is definitely important. So.
1: Oh, definitely. Number two. Yeah. And since those toys go directly into your vagina, it's, you're not as safe as when you're using it outside your body (laughs) that's true i'm not
0: gonna put a (laughs) carrot or (laughs) an eggplant inside my vagina
1: (laughs) oh no no i have some uh, people who met me in in shows and they said oh i can use a banana and i'm like yeah but you don't know what oh gosh
0: (laughs) yeah good luck that might be fruit flies (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And good luck with your vagina pH.
0: <laughs> yeah. So okay, number one, body safe.
1: Number two would be uh definitely what you want to do with your dildo. Do you want to uh, only use it for penetration? Do you want to use it to stimulate your G spot? Do you want to go all inside your vagina and hit your um uterus? Um I don't know what it is in English, but in French it's col de l'uterus. It's uh, <laughs> really you know as well yeah definitely so depending on how you like to be stimulated i would go look for the shape okay then for in second uh the third would be the girt if you're comfortable with a, a larger dildo or a smaller one especially mm-hmm. if you have pain when you're having intercourse i would start with smaller dildos
0: yeah and a lot of a lot of women have that pain oh yeah yeah
1: uh, so don't push it you can grow into more comfortable dildos and larger dildos with time but start small and comfortable mm-hmm. you don't want to be stressed about it definitely oh yeah and um i think my fourth one would be uh, the aesthetic because you need to be comfortable with your product you don't want you don't want it ha- hiding in your socks drawer just because for me when you hide your sex toys, it's kind of like you were ashamed of your sexuality. So I want you to be comfortable with how your sex story is looking. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Like maybe you can even show it
1: on your oh. nightstand because it's so beautiful. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, that's one thing that a lot of our clients uh, told us about their dahlia is that they would not be afraid to let it on their nightstand and somebody, you know, stumbling onto it mm-hmm. because it's so aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it just looks like an art piece. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a it's an important thing because it's your sexuality. And for us, sexuality is like a ritual. So you want to take care of yourself and taking the time and enjoying the time, not just, you know, orgasm. That's not mm-hmm. the main point of why we're selling dildos. We're selling dildos for pleasure, not for orgasm. Mm-hmm. That's one of our big points uh, at Desirables. Um, and I think last one, of course, we're talking about dildos, but if you don't want to be stimulated only for with the G-spot or vaginally, you can go look for other toys for uh, the clitoris or even even anal toys. Um, just make sure that you pick the toy that will give you most satisfaction. And if it's your first sex toy, only start with a toy that stimulates one area. We don't want, you know, the the rabbit that will simulate the clitoris, the G spot, and the the uh, anus at the same time, just because your brain isn't used to those kind of stimulation. So right. if you go too deep, it's gonna be too intense for. It's like you're trying to hardwire your your brain, and it's like just oh my god, no, please stop. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: honestly, I mean, if you think about like history and when sexuality started, I mean, we've always had sex, right? Like, we've had sex from the beginning of time. Like, but you know, motored toys are very modern. Yeah. Uh, products they're very like modern thing in our lives like i'm not saying they're not good because there are a lot of them that are are good but if you if it was your first experience with just a toy in general i think that yeah you're right like focusing on one thing and getting something where you like what it looks like you're comfortable with the size like All of that is definitely so important. And of course, number one, like it has to be safe. Like you don't want some chemicals in your vagina. Uh, But yeah, I definitely think like those toys that stimulate so many parts at once are probably for like more advanced players.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You got to rack up your levels first. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's definitely like a, a game. You need to start slow because if you put too much pressure on yourself, it's not going to be an enjoyable experience. You want to do it, you know, for pleasure. So start small and grow from there. Definitely.
0: Yeah, for sure. So Isabel, like ask, Uh, a sexual communication expert and sex educator, I I experienced a lot of pushbacks by corporations, uh, aka some social media that censor (laughs) my content, that block me, that delete me off of their platform. So my question for you is, what are some pushbacks for owning and marketing a sex toys company?
1: I'm very lucky since one of the first pushback and I think the more personal personal one sorry would be the reaction of your family immediate Mm -hmm. family oh gosh I didn't think about that (laughs) yeah because my my father helped uh, put me through school at university so when I decided to do sex toy I was like are you comfortable with this because (laughs) I don't want you you know going crazy at my after my graduation saying she did four years of university to design plastic (laughs) penises. (laughs) this this was an issue early on but my family is very very supportive and even my my boyfriend and his family are very supportive so that's a good thing i had some support too from uh business school that i attended Mm -hmm. when i started the project Mm -hmm. but even early on With the project at my design school, I had some pushbacks from the administration that wasn't Mm -hmm. comfortable with this kind of project being put forward uh, as a design school. Mm -hmm. So a lot of professors were uncomfortable with my project. They told me not to Mm -hmm. do it, that it would bring, you know, not shame, but a tin to my career. Um, mm. and they tried to hide the project and a lot of things happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were really not comfortable. And after that, I was supported at the other school weirdly because, you know, design school, uh, is all artists or artists, like yeah. people and in business school, they were all comfortable with it because they said your project is, uh, ethic It you know, adds the right value behind yeah. it. And it, it is a working business model.
0: They're cool. like, awesome, great
1: business. Yeah, definitely. not
0: and- Dildo. <laughs> Let's <laughs> I <even> go. <laughs> won-
1: <laughs> I even won some uh, awards at that school for my project. So I was very. That's so cool. Yeah, definitely. They were very open about it. And I'm very happy uh, how it turned out. And after that, I tried to, you know, uh, go for other awards for uh, entrepreneurs and businesswomen, uh, business owned by women, woman, things like that. But at the beginning of each um, process, they would say, oh yeah, we're happy to have you. And then as soon as they realize that I'm doing sex toys, I'm blocked off the list. I cannot compete.
0: Yeah, I've heard about money. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. As Gosh. soon as it's public money, you're, they are very frisky and very uncomfortable with what I was doing, even though some people uh, told me, you would have any other kind of business who would give you the money tomorrow morning. But since oh. we're doing sex toys, we cannot. Even though our sex toys don't vibrate, there is no pornography associated with it. It's very, very, very vanilla. Uh, vanilla. Yeah. Toys. So, yeah, we started there. And after that, we decided, oh, we're going to do some um, advertising on mm-hmm. social media because... Mm-hmm all the startups are doing advertising yeah, on social yeah. media so we try and then we're being shut down even yep. though all our images uh photos everything is very clean very healthy even i think some um, some advertisement for jeans are more sexual than our advertiser oh my gosh
0: oh my gosh totally i've seen literally i've seen like huge full butt that's <laughs> yep. like uh, a social media post like that's uh, a video where it's like full butt twerking and with this woman only wearing a d-string so like you see the whole butt and yep. a little bit of you know the vulva <laughs> but that is not censored somehow because it's entertainment and expression of creativity and I have no problem with that at all I think it should be on social media but like yeah posts about dildos should also
1: be on social media
0: like equality
1: oh yeah definitely equality and even our massage products we don't we cannot advertise our massage products
0: that's so crazy yeah
1: the brand is tagged as gosh adult products so oh no it's so it's so frustrating with time you only only what you see is red tape red tape red tape and you try to grow as a normal business and you can't right so it's very frustrating even with the insurance so we need to have insurance as a producer for our product if anything goes wrong or even mm-hmm. if we want just want to rent a, an office space we have we need to have insurance but since we're doing sex toys insurance is very, very pricey and very hard to find for us. Wow. Gosh, just all these obstacles. Oh, yeah, definitely. If I wanted to start a business uh, in the worst area I could, this would be it. Huh. <laughs>
0: well, huh. On the brighter side, <laughs> I have a question about research. Uh, what are some research findings on using a dildo as a part of your sexual repertoire?
1: I must say I haven't done a lot of research in the past eight years that I've uh, at the company. But I I wanted to create a dildo mainly because uh, I um sorry, I'm searching my words. Um I wanted to follow the principle behind sensate focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a sexual uh, sexology strategy to recenter yourself. so i I really used what was there in the sexology uh, research to create the product. And Sensate focus is you connect on your five senses to reconnect with your sexuality. Mm-hmm. So that's why we didn't want to use any vibration. Mm -hmm. mainly because we wanted people to be connected with their senses. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I must be honest, in Canada, uh, Mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of research about sexuality in general. Mm -hmm. We have to base most of our uh, findings on um, anything that comes out of the U.S. Yeah. 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 And even in the U.S., it's not a very uh, socially acceptable (laughs) research domain.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's difficult to get an approval for sure. Like in the US, there's something called the IRB and you know you have to get your research approved by the IRB. And we always joke about how like, how do you get an IRB for that? Like if someone says, oh, I want to have an experimental study and I want women to come in and start using the dildo and then like report their response during the use. We always joke about how do you get an IRB approval for that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's very difficult because most people just think that you're, you know, I don't know, a sex addict or something just because you want to research it. Yeah, crazy.
0: Oh my gosh, totally. There's so much stigma and... You know, just talking about sex in general is still
1: so, so, so taboo. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think in the U.S. and in Canada, it's still very taboo. We still have discussions about abortion, for God's sake.
0: So, I mean, yeah, all of that. It's it's still going on in different parts of the country. And, I mean, many parts of the world.
1: Oh, yeah. And even I was reading uh, Buzz, uh, Vibrating History of Sex toys by... Um, her, uh, mm-hmm. Liberman, I don't remember her first mm-hmm. name, but she was telling that until 2006, sex toys were illegal in Texas.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you could go to jail for selling or selling sex toys until. Yeah. Isabel,
0: you're going to Texas jail. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well, uh, my last question for you is how to, how does, uh, couple um can incorporate dildo
1: into uh
0: their sex life
1: oh yeah it's it's an issue mainly because it's difficult to bring a sex toy in your sex life if you don't have already this in your routine mainly that's
0: true because if it's like heterosexual sex uh the male partner a lot of times might feel like emasculating which is still that's uh, not true. Uh, incorporating toys is great. It doesn't replace you. It doesn't mean I love you less. <laughs> but uh, it it is still the case that a lot of men feel like they're not enough. Like, why are we using toys? Right? Like, I should be enough.
1: Oh, but, yeah, definitely a lot of men, but also strangely, some women too are the issue in this scenario. How so? I had a- I had a client who bought a dildo and massage stone for his girlfriend for a birthday present. And she Mm -hmm. just freaked out. She didn't understand why they needed a a sex toy. Even the massage stones, they were like a bit pushy for her. And she didn't understand why he wanted to bring sex toys into the relationship, into their bedroom. And I had to give him some advice on how you could use our dildo for other things than only sex, mm-hmm. just to, you know, get her going in yeah. this direction. But I think some women are still very uncomfortable with their vagina and inserting anything in into them or even just the concept of sex oh stories. Oh my gosh. So make sure you have a discussion first. <laughs> yeah. Think before buying. Yes. Um, if it's not already in your routine and, the key is really really communication so maybe you can start with a joke like showing different kind of dildos online and saying what do you like what you mm-hmm. don't like and mm-hmm. which kind of aesthetics works for you um maybe even if you want to have a, a sexy night out you can mm-hmm. go into a sex shop because usually sex uh, sex shop assistants are very knowledgeable mm-hmm. on their sex toys if you go to smaller niche uh, sex shops they will have a lot of information and they will you mm-hmm. know try to figure out which you what you want even though it, you can get out only with lube you can go into the sex shop and just yes. see what you you might want to buy someday mm-hmm. and i think i would start definitely with something not vibrating if you're afraid that your boyfriend is gonna have some issues with competition with the sex toy. So if it doesn't vibrate and especially like the dahlia, the dahlia, a lot of men like it because they can use it on their partner. Mm -hmm. They need to be involved for it for for the dahlia to have an effect on their partner. Because if you just insert it and don't move it or don't, you know, play Mm -hmm. with it, it's not gonna do a lot of things. It's Mm -hmm. only like a dildo inside you it's mm. like a jade eggs or things like that it, mm. it doesn't move so you have to be involved so I mean, yeah I think it's that, a
0: really like mutual activity
1: oh yeah 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 and i think they they have a lot of um pleasure from that being involved in yeah. you know with the sex toy instead of just having you know something that sucks your clitoris or vibrates and mm-hmm, you don't mm-hmm. you can almost do it you know hands uh-huh. on the head yeah
0: I mean, like if that's in your repertoire and you have, you know, communicated, you had a conversation and you as a couple is like very comfortable incorporating all kinds of toys in your sex life. Like, that's cool. But I think it it is it makes a lot of sense to start with something uh, that doesn't vibrate uh, so that it is a full like mutual activity where the partner inserts it and moves it around and really like kind of sexually explore uh the woman's body together oh yeah yeah that's beautiful
1: oh we it's really weird because when we started the company we were sure that our main target would be women in their you know early 20s uh, late Mm -hmm. 20s and with time, we discovered that almost a third of our clients are men that are purchasing it for their partner mm. as a gift. So I it love can that. be very, uh, yeah, we love we love it as well. It's it's very uh, impressive and forward thinking of them. And I think also buying something that is you know not flashy, right, and aesthetically pleasing, even for the men, it can be uh, a good thing also.
0: Oh my gosh. Totally. And before this, you were literally speaking my language. You said like communication uh, is important. And I think, you know, uh, communication to me, it's, it's everything. It's everything that is happy and healthy. Like if you are just gonna, you know, show up in, for example, like show up in your long-term relationship one day with like, five different toys and be like i want to do this you know without considering your partner or having a dialogue first um it's a little shocking right and i think (laughs) if we're all being empathetic and considerate to our partner we might feel like yeah communication prior to introducing anything new really especially when it comes to sex uh is extremely important so thank you so much for uh talking to us today this has been really interesting but before you go i do want to move into our game segment and today we are going to play hot or not perfect (laughs) i'm going to give you a word and you just have to tell me hot or not are you ready ready vibrator not role play hot sex on the beach not pegging Uh, hot
1: threesomes hot dildos definitely hot (laughs) lube oh very very hot anal (laughs) Uh, not for me swinging
0: not for me as well and last but not least masturbation
1: oh definitely a hot
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome thank you so much isabel oh thank you tara for having me it was such a pleasure all right. Bye, loves. I hope you're learning a lot about dildos. And I mean, get your dildo and have an orgasmic day. I love sex toys, but I'm bougie. So I love toys that are body safe with sleek, beautiful, delicate designs. This is why I like Desirables high-end porcelain G-Spot dildo. The Dahlia is one of the most beautiful dildos I've ever seen check them out by using the link in my episode description and use code dr tara for 10 percent discount that is d-r-t-a-r-a and have an orgasmic time thanks for listening this was, this was love, bites. love bites by dr tara follow dr tara on social media at lovebites.co have an orgasmic day